Crimson Tower Studios. Welcome to the Old World Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, and the original podcast to bring you both discussion and actual play in 4th edition. This is an actual play episode where you can follow along as we play Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th edition. Before we get started here, be sure to check us out on the interwebs. You can contact us multiple ways by checking out our website at www.oldworldpodcast.com, Twitter at Old World Podcast, Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Old World Podcast. Also, let us know what you think. Visit iTunes or your preferred podcast service and rate us. Every review helps us reach even more Warhammer fans. Last time on the Old World Podcast, our gang returned to town after a narrow escape off the mountain. During our travels, we encountered an extremely skilled man of mystery with a glowing sword and some delightful halfling fishermen whose gossip was especially of interest to Conrad. Upon reaching town, we spent some time recovering from our travels, spent some money, and are now ready for our next adventure. So, here's the thing. All right, so we're going to run several scenes. We can run them in any order that you guys want. So, uh, the first scene is we're going to run for Lynn. Lynn, you are going to be met by somebody, and uh, they're going to essentially, this is a scene where you're going to get your license for the Colleges of Magic. Okay. So, um, Isn't that one of your ambitions? It was. Uh, now my new ambition is to acquire an animal. That's a Janet ambition all the it way. <laughs> all right. I had a dream where I stole a guinea pig. Does that count? He did. He told me about it. Yeah. So I want you to set the scene for me. So Lynn has some sort of way that she will go to meet somebody or there's some sort of signal where she knows she needs to meet someone from the elf, like the... You have an elf that's been sent to meet you or whatever. What? How do, how do you know? You leave town during these three weeks. You're, you're out of town for a week de- dealing with this. What does that look like? How does that work? Good question. Um, No, Janet, you can't have an owl deliver. How did you know? <laughs> um, I think like a one or two people come and like escort her. Like really? I was elves. thinking there would just be like some sort of subtle thing in my room that like magically appeared. Like, I don't know. How or about, like a symbol, just like a sheet of yeah. paper with a symbol on it. And that symbol, you know, is boom, this is where I've got to be. Yeah. No text where the people wouldn't understand it, but you see it, you know. Yeah. Okay. Like um, the, like the ha- bat symbol. Right. So how, mo- how about oh, this symbol will like appear? But it's random. Like, you don't know where it'll be. Like, sometimes it'll be on random stuff or whatever. Yes. You'll look up and like, ah, oh, shoot, there's a symbol on the ceiling. Or, you know, next yeah. time it was in the street. So uh, you guys have been resting for a couple of weeks up in the inn. Uh, what's the name of the inn that Hag has put you guys up in? The Spotted Rooster. The Spotted Rooster. So... You guys have been up at the Spotted Rooster. Conrad had paid extra money. He has like a nice suite, you know, down the hall from you guys or whatever. You guys are more in a communist room area. And uh, you've been there for, for a little while. As everyone's healing and recuperating, uh, one night you see this symbol. What does this symbol look like? 
That's a great question. It is going to be a feather and a branch clearly being pushed by wind. Nice. So is that something that Indicating uh, the anyone winds. else can see or just you? It is going to be in a, it is going to come with, through the winds. So winds of magic, which no. Okay. Typically not seen by. So, so it's almost something, how about you're seeing it this time, like in the, maybe like in the froth of a beer that's mm-hmm. being carried to one of the tables mm-hmm. as you walk by and you're like, oh shoot. All right. So you leave town and you're walking. Uh, you actually are gone for a couple of days. You're walking into the woods for a day mm-hmm. or two. And eventually you know that you're in the place you need to be. I would just follow the winds. It's a symbol that shows up like in other things. But as soon as I see that, I'm going to know ah. by looking at the winds of magic, the winds of magic. where it's going to carry me to. So I'm okay. just going to follow it, not knowing where this destination is, just going where it leads. Awesome. So let's say it's going to lead you into the forest around Zonstadt. Okay. And eventually the winds lead you to a copse of trees and there's like a tree stump and you're there. You're waiting for a couple of days. And eventually, you know, as an elf walks into the the little clearing where you are and regards you as if you were he was expecting you to be here. Uh, he's tall, normal elven features, long golden hair. Uh, he's wearing like pure white uh, robes. Um, with like uh, red, uh, what do you call it when it's along the bottom? Like a trim. Trim. Thank you. <laughs> red uh, with like a, a deep red trim. And then he looks at you, Lynn Morell, I suppose. You suppose correctly. I don't like being sent. I don't like being a messenger. Do you know who I am? I do not. He reaches into his robes and he hands you a, uh, like a, like a bound, small bound letter and it's got a seal on it. He, as he stands there, I don't recognize this seal yet. I received my orders from Alfin from the homeland. And yet I still don't know who's giving these orders. Who do you work for? If you don't already know, it is not my place to tell you. I'm not especially happy to hear you say that. And I'm fairly certain that I was sent to this human town of filth specifically so I could give you this message. And now I'm going to have to stay here for the next several weeks working with some baron who can't find his own army. You're really not going to tell me what's in this letter? I haven't read the letter, so I can't tell you what's in it. And please if your open own, it up. If your own master and leadership has not given you that information, who am I to do so? His eyes look angry, and there's like a fire between them, and you can see on his fingers, like the winds of magic coalescing as tiny little flames start to flicker. He mad. <laughs> I mean no disrespect but if you encountered someone you had never met would you give them all of the information that you hold dear 
I will take a moment and read the letter. If it is something that I can share with you, I absolutely will. Okay. Um, so you open the letter. Inside is a license from the Colleges of Magic, <gasps> which you realize you're not supposed to just be given these things. There's trials and different things you have to do. Um, even as an elf, they don't like to give elves like licenses from the college. They're really not meant for elves, but you can get them. Uh, there's a whole process and stuff. But anyway, you haven't gone through any of the college's processes to get this license. This is true. There is also a message. And the message simply states, you may need this. Continue your studies. Continue to find out the source of the magical energy. Report back as soon as you can. It's not signed. But you know who it's from. I do. What do you do? It would appear I've earned my magical license, and that is what has been sent to me today, along with a note that I am to continue on the path that I have been on. Who sent this to you? And why do you need a license from that shoddy, magical school that the humans hold in such high regard? I don't actually know why I will need the license. It just says that I may need it. So apparently, someone well above my pay grade knows more than I do. I'm watching you, Lynn Morrell. That's reasonable. I appreciate your guidance. And that you have taken this time to come and assist me. His face is like this stone, emotionless sort of look. But when you like say, say that, like, I thank you for your guidance, like the corner of his mouth grimaces just a bit. He turns around and walks out of the clearing. All right. End of scene. So we're going to move on to an auto scene. So it's uh it's been obviously you've been a couple of weeks uh you know recuperating and recovering so recovering yeah because yeah, I was in rough shape yeah pretty rough shape pretty beat up bruised up and uh, worse for wear and uh, you 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 know that you are asleep uh, the you're you're having the same dream again the same dream you've had every single night since that last day on the mountain and. Uh, where do we where are we starting off? Where does this happen? Like, is it? Are you in, on the mountain in the dream, or is it somewhere completely different? In the dream, I am the mysterious stranger. So I am like quickly rushing through like a wooded area with mountains around me. Mm -hmm. I come into a clearing and I see goblins like come out from around the shrubs and everything and surround me. And, how and about in that moment, I pull out two firearms take out one goblin that's charging me, take out the other, pull out a sword that is glowing with supernatural force of some kind, mm -hmm. and I cut down the other two goblins. What and in that moment, with all this death and carnage around me, I look up and I see a, like a party of people standing way off in the distance, and then I wake up. Awesome. Now, this is like the fourth time you've had this dream. This time, you're surrounded by like a dozen goblins, and you're just... Well, I'm, the way I'm just foreseeing is you're pulling pistols, shooting, dropping, and yeah. you know, sword swiping, and then, but it's it like, always it's ends like the, the same scene way. in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Where just being overrun, but I've still am oh, able to just and take maybe all these it gets even out. more crazy with every time. You're not just doing that; you're 
jumping off of trees, like crouching tiger, hidden dragon style. Spinning through the air. Just, yeah, like in, in slicing them down. And, and but, every time it always ends where when the last one drops, I look off in the distance, see a group of people up on a hill, and then I wake up. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. All right, so uh, you've received the summons, and you're walking into the Merchant's Guild Hall in Zonstadt. Okay. What you would expect, there are half a dozen uh, people sitting at a table up above, kind of having a meeting. This is what you would normally expect for a Merchant's Guild meeting. You've been called for the meeting. There are several things that happen. You've been sitting there for a while now. They're discussing things like, the, the price of the grain shipments and, you know, how it's... Tariffs know, and you know, All these sorts of things, things. Yeah. yeah. And so eventually they come to the point of the agenda where they call you and a slightly uh, older gentleman that's been essentially running this meeting for the time um, finally gets to this point in the agenda and Ottokar Sternberg, please stand up. And then uh, yeah. there's there's like a little... For lack of a better so I don't, word, a podium I, or something. Or? So as I've sat there, I've kind of like drifted off into a daze. So okay. I don't hear him say that. Nice. Yeah, for a second, he kind of bangs. Uh, oh, what is he banging? Not a gavel. Something. Um, just a, Could be like a mug. A mug. Like yeah. a mug. You just... Yeah, like a big, a big, like a stein. Yeah. Ooh, a stein, yeah. Said, Adokar Sternberg, are I, you present? So I, I catch it this time. And I, I stand up. That's me. All right. We have here that you have been working to start a business here in Zanstadt. And you've been being supported with your applications by a member of the Holes family. Is this correct? That is correct. Conrad well, Van Holes. Well, I'm sorry to say that we're going to have to deny this. I, on what grounds? On the grounds that, and before he can even finish starting, a younger man that's been standing aside, on the grounds that you're broke, you have no more money. I received just this morning from one of Von Holz's closest friends information from Ubersreich. Your father's business burned to the ground, and your banknotes have been canceled and seized by the local authorities. You can't do business in this town. This is outrageous. Like I've heard none of this. So like who is this man? There's a lot of people talking and stuff like commotion. And he's like, Order, order. This man is Saren. Saren is one of our contacts for the trade negotiations for the canal system, and he's traveled all the way from Ubersreich recently. And he is actually a friend of your friend, Conrad von Holes. And he has told me this personally. Your money is no good here. And if, I, if I'm to understand correctly, you have no money left. And we don't do business with poor people. Goodness. And there's a few people kind of almost nod their heads, right? This is a higher merchant kind of class saying. And a few people are just kind of mumbling or whatever. Well, based on this information, do you have any... Can you prove that your accounts are actually good? Listen, I've spent my entire life, since I was a child, working in the streets of Ubersreich. I know it like the back of my hand. I know merchant, merchantry and trading like the back of my hand. This is outrageous. Well, we have people that have been here forever 
that have been working with us. And Saren is one of those people. He has recently returned from a trip to Ubersreich. So can you prove us wrong? Because no more than a week and a half ago, you came back into this town talking about a potential goblin invasion, looking terrible, staying at an inn. Can you even prove that you have any money now? Show me that you have even 20 gold crowns to your name right now, and I will drop this and go Listen, to Listen, I invested in my friend's bow just a minute ago. Actually, I provided nothing for that. What? Listen, I was attacked. I was out helping my friends with something. I was attacked by goblins. Who are you to strike a man while he's down? Certainly, I can have some time to get things back together. The older gentleman that's running the, the meeting says, well, we can certainly understand that communications might not always be best with the other towns, but we do trust our source. So if you can prove that you have the money to fund this expedition here today, this, this new business and enterprise, then we can obviously put this off. If you'll just give me a fortnight, I can get you any documentation you need. The younger man that's standing there looks a little frustrated, but the older man says, very well, Fortnite, get this figured out. We can't have the Merchant's Guild here in Zonstadt having people that can't keep their own affairs in order. I believe that was the last item on the meeting today, so we're dismissed. And everyone starts to stand up or whatever. You know, everyone's milling about, starting to walk out. The man that was like so adamant about this Saren? Um is that the is that the guy we're talking about? No. Who's no. the guy who like stood up and said I You don't know him. I don't know him. Yeah. So but he walks over to you and he stands by I don't like people from other towns thinking that they own anything in Zonstadt. Zonstadt is my town and I will be the person. Listen, on that. pal, I never claimed to own anything in Zonstadt. Not yet, but I will. You know what? You travel with that elf filth witch. And the Von Holes family isn't long for any power in this town. So, so I shove this guy to the ground. I like shove him back. He falls over a chair. Oh man. Hits the ground. No, man. He, he, I want, this is, he falls, he falls over a chair, like over, like he manages to trip over the chair and like falls over the main table, knocking, how about like knocking yeah. the old guy like sure. down to, oh, just huge crash. Everyone is like, oh. <gasps> And he stands up, just brushes himself off and says, I accept your duel. I'll have my second come to the spotted rooster, that slime hole that you are actually staying in, and set up the details. I'll see you in a couple days. He turns around and walks out. Cool. All right, so we're going to come back. Our We've seen transition. I feel like it's a star wipe, something really lame. And... uh yeah. Oh, okay. I, like thought a, you hit. I was thinking like classic Lucasfilm style, like side to side. Yeah. Side. No, that'll good. Lucasfilm side to side. And when it, it, so it leaves off with like me in the, in the, this room with the people and it wipes to like an exterior shot of the spotted rooster. And then it, we go inside. Perfect. I love it. So, uh, now we're at the spotted rooster and it's, uh, later that day, the place is bustling. So the, the way this in works is, there's uh like a common room with like tables and stuff where they like have like a bar and um there are people coming and, and going. 
there are people that coming and going, but uh, you know, tables are generally full. Say uh, you two did manage to meet up after everything. Lynn just got back after being gone for like an entire week. You've been ever since the meeting, I'm guessing, like just kind of nursing a a beer or something or a, yeah, an just... ale. And you guys haven't seen you also haven't seen Conrad all day. Well, it's been longer than that, hasn't it? Hasn't he been gone for like several days? Or not yet? Uh, I no, haven't I think seen him I think he week, just but... well, you haven't seen him in a week, but I think right. he just I think he was there, you know, um, until you like yesterday, ev- yeah, yesterday or whatever, and you just haven't seen him today. Okay, so you've been there, and it's like we can start there. Let so Lynn, you're you're uh, you're walking into the bar. That's what you see, or into the inn, I guess I should say. Hey there, where's Conrad? I have no idea. Where have you He's been? He's not with you. Oh, I I just went and had to snag my magical license. Not exactly sure what I need it for, but I've got one now, which is really great because I was working toward it anyway. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah. When when you walked in, by the way, like, and you notice this in almost every human town, like elves are like people give you kind of distrusting yeah. looks. Things get a little bit quieter, but you've been here on and off for a little bit, so like the patrons that are here are kind of typically used, used to, to it. me. What's yeah? What's going on? Why are why are people looking at us? What what have you been up to? I'm feeling really uncomfortable right now. Should we take this somewhere else? No, it's fine. I may or may not have challenged a man to a duel. Unknowingly. Somebody make fun of your fancy... My smock? Yeah, yeah. No, they insulted you, actually. Really? Yes. And you you came to my defense? I did. Well, that was really good of you. Thank you. Now I need to figure out how I'm going to kill this guy. Oh, it all the way to a killing duel, like duel to the death duel. Duel's a duel, right? Right, about especially this, in the old world. Right, right about this time, uh, the innkeeper comes by with a couple of drinks, and he stops and he says, "I just heard what happened. I hope that you're planning on leaving town soon." I mean, we have to see this through at this point, correct? It would be dishonorable to back out of a duel. Why do you say that? What can you tell me about this man? Well, uh, this man is Joran Kaufman. And I'm sure his name isn't Atherton Wing. <laughs> he was the guy in in Firefly mm-hmm. who Mal challenges to a duel and then he has to fight him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, same. Shindig. Same, Shindig. Same actor. Playing this role. Oh, yeah. I, that's how I... <laughs> that's exactly how I'm envisioning it in my head. So right. it's perfect. Mm. So... Is there something I should know about that guy? Well, his name is Atherton Kaufman. And he's one of the merchants in the guild here that has been... Well, he's he's had his hands in a little bit of everything nowadays. And, uh, and he kind of lowers his voice. Not everything quite above board, if you know what I mean. He's been uh, gaining significant power, or, I mean, so they say. I'm just a simple innkeeper. But, uh, anyway, good luck. And uh, this first round is on me. And he gives you both an ale. Thank you for your kindness. And he kind of, like, looks at you a little bit like, thank you, but Lord, 
or lady. And he kind of bows in a little bit and leaves, backs away. Obviously uncomfortable in the presence of an elf. Clearly. It's because I'm so adorably attractive. What petty magic do you have that could aid me in a duel? Uh, that is an excellent question. Because have... if you could like, I don't know, make the ground slippery or something <laughs> when he's charging in, he would slip and fall onto my blade with his throat. I see that as the only option. <laughs> I have sly hands, perhaps. I can teleport a small object, no bigger than my fist, from about my person into my hand. That's, that would be helpful here. Um, Boy, that's fun. Isn't it? <laughs> okay. What are you begging for money for? Just go around stealing crowns from people. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to steal. It's just for fun. Okay. It has to be on or about her person, so she'd have to be pretty close to whoever she's stealing from. I could sleep if I can be within touching. I can create some small noises nearby to distract them, perhaps. I uh, have some light abilities and, most importantly, animal friend. So if there is an animal in the vicinity... Did you say most importantly? <laughs> can you can you make a swarm of bees? And then right as I'm about to strike, I say... Open sesabees. <laughs> like, and then a swarm of bees comes out. Um, no, because I Just a bee. Have a bee fly in his mouth. Can you bee. command a bee into his mouth? I can make friends with a creature that is smaller than me and has the bestial creature trait. The animal will then trust me completely and regard me as a friend, at which point I could ask it to do my will. <laughs> Pretty sure that in real life, that's the only spell you would ever want. <laughs> I know. So you'd want to just walk through the forest and and literally live out the life of a Disney princess. (laughs) Like squirrels and chipmunks running up your arms and on branches. Songbirds would sing. Yep. Everywhere I go. Yeah, that's that's exactly what they sound like. Did a great job there. That ale's really getting to you, isn't it there? (laughs) I imagine that sounding better, but it did not. So coming from the, the hall that takes you to the rooms in the inn, and coming into this uh, common area here, you see a halfling that looks a little more uh, better than you've seen him in recent times. Ah, uh, Hag. Where? So good to see you. Yes, yes. Where, where is Conrad? He's not with you? We, we were hoping no. you would know. We, we were kind of hoping you might know where he is. No, he's, we haven't seen Conrad. We haven't heard from Conrad. Today. Keep in mind, he's too fancy for the likes of our shindigs, so... He's sleeping in a different area. We don't. We, he didn't come down to breakfast. I, I haven't been here for the last couple of days. So, well, let's go to his room. See if we can find any information. Oh, I just came from there. Ah, and he's not there. Ah, he he walks. You're sure, he's not just ignoring you. He he walks away towards the uh, towards the barkeeper, and you can see him talking to the to the innkeeper for a minute. Buy us a drink over there, buddy. No. So. Hag comes back. Sigmar is not smiling on me. Conrad got called away to the palace. And they have no idea how long he's going to be gone. This is not good. We're supposed to leave in a couple of days. Meh, he doesn't like it when he's at the palace anyway. He's going to want to get out of there where he can show off how great he is all the time and make his 
servant carry him around everywhere. I wouldn't I wouldn't even give it a second thought. He'll be back in no time. Right? Right. Well, it's really important that we have Conrad for this for this transportation mission. Yeah, Conrad's the important one, right? Not anybody else who might be lost in a duel or Wait, what? Duel? I I may or may not have challenged you know. some guy to a duel. I mean, Ch- challenge some guy to what are you talking about who you why are you telling we're supposed to leave in a couple of days well you know that's that's 48 hours worth of is time conrad, got some time is conrad part of this duel too nope Mm-mm. well good luck on your duel just don't die um because we leave in a couple of days in the meantime i need to follow up and make sure that conrad's going to be available for for our our transportation mission we got to get everything ready to go back to my patron as always, it was lovely talking to you. I can tell your priorities are spot on, sir. We'll see you soon. Helps. <laughs> I'm going to need to go buy a rapier. I'm going to need you both to take a consume alcohol test. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Just roll. Uh, yeah, it's, what is it, challenging anything? What if I got to go against? I passed. Toughness. One success level. Nice. That was a 90? It was. <laughs> Three. <laughs> so, Lynn, you have a minus 10 pe- penalty to your weapon skill, your ballistic skill, your agility, your dexterity, and your intelligence. And uh, what's your toughness bonus? Right. My toughness is three. What do you guys want to do from here? We should probably like practice your dueling skills. How are you with the sword? Do we? Well, based on previous knowledge of how it went for me in battle, not great. And the one man that I know who has ability with the sword is the servant of a man that we can't find. Hi (laughs) oh. Oh boy. I walk over to the innkeep and I say, Who can I speak to about sword and weapon training? I'm not entirely sure. Let's, uh, you probably want to talk to maybe some of the weapon shops people uh, in, in the Dwarven Quarter. Maybe I'm not entirely sure. You can ask around. I'm sure some of the people might know. Do you want to give me a gossip check? We'll do, uh, it's just average. I passed by two. Okay. So you get a, a name of, uh, I don't know. What would we have? Like, what would a duelist. town like this have? Would would it have professional duelists? Probably not in a city like this, but like a, just someone that maybe a makes swords or a blacksmith, a blacksmith that's smart. good with swords no. or something. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what's this blacksmith's name? How about Jorn? Jorn Milton. Okay. So, uh, Jorn Milton is is the guy that could potentially train sword techniques. While you're having this discussion with a couple of the patrons, a well-dressed servant comes in. You can tell it's a servant, but they, they're dressed like and pretty well. They see you immediately walk over to you, and they deliver to you a message, basically asking... Verbal? Like, yeah, because it's not a, a written thing, um, telling you the time and place of, of this duel asking who your second is. So 
we need to decide where is this going to happen, when, and uh, and who's your second. Well, clearly, I mean, the next day. Mm-hmm. Let's make it tomorrow at dawn, and I will be your second. There it is. Excellent. In front of the inn. Well, there's a dueling ground. You can't just have random violence in the streets. Are we in charge of getting a doctor on site, or somebody else handle that? I assure you there will be no doctor. Can you afford a doctor? I'm pretty sure you can't. I have no money. (laughs) I don't know. Do you have money? Well, so here's where it's tricky, right? Depending on where this specifically lands during the Between Adventures, I had a ton of money, but I spent all of it. Technically, to get the rapier and better armor. Okay. And a bunch of other things. So. Well, it's however. I'm not going to be yeah. specific. We'll just flow with it. But um, So, I, I, I mean, technically, I, I, I've said that I don't have a rapier yet. We could just mm-hmm. say that I go and I buy it when I get to the blacksmith. Right, right. All right, so we're going to do this tomorrow at dawn kind of deal. So in the meantime, um, Hag does come back and sees you still in the bar. He motions you guys back to the table, and he's smiling. Hmm. Never seen that before. You have teeth? Funny. Funny. Do you want a second duel in two days? Jeez. He waves over the barkeep with more um, drinks. Jeez. Uh, everyone give me consume alcohol. Average still? or It's challenging. Challenging. Yep, so plus minus zero. I have four levels of success. Nice. Does my toughness go down? No. Then yes, I succeed. Nice. By one. <laughs> All right. Hag is, so it sounds like Conrad is working on some different arrangements. And he should be coming back in a couple of days. So I am prepared to get our trip going. I do need to get a few things taken care of for the last minute, but we're going to need to get a cart and potentially a, uh, like a coach or something like that. We're going to have to travel on the road, and we need to leave soon. Do you? I guess the only other thing is I have attained the cart, but I don't have any horses. Apparently, the only other thing is we can rent a coach, but I don't have the money right now to do that. I spent all my money with you guys. Would a mule work? <laughs> he laughs. Um, They're basically in the same thing, right? So you guys can uh, smell alcohol from him. That, uh, that, that'll, that'll, That'll work. That won't work. Um, you have a mule. We yeah yeah. Uh, we'll sell it, and then we can we can use that money to just. Hag, don't run. tell me what to do. The last guy who told me what to do, I'm dueling him now. <laughs> I'm probably gonna die at his hands. <laughs> can we? Can you at least sell your mule before you duel, just in case? <laughs> As you guys are talking to Hag. Uh, as you guys are drinking here in the end, mm-hmm. um, you notice that there's a man up in the balcony that has been uh, keeping an eye on you. He, uh, or at least looks like he's been keeping an eye. Every time you look over, he kind of ducks away. Shifty. Do you, do you want to do anything about it? 
I think maybe we could go chat with him. Make sure he doesn't need something. I, I say we approach him. Let's go. I'm feeling footloose and fancy free. Let's go take a, have a minute with this guy. Have a chat. Let's move right along. Okay. So as, as you guys head up the stairs to get up to the balcony area, he notices you and immediately runs to the back uh, area and through the hall towards where the rooms are. Hey, hey, am I, am I intimidating to people? Are they, are they terrified of me? Did we just scare that guy off? You're an elf. I am an elf. You're an elf, dear. I am an elf. Okay. Okay. Should we, do, do we think it would be dangerous to continue pursuing Let's him? Let's get him. Go. Let's run. Okay. I need an athletics test. Uh, this is going to be uh, an average test. I feel like, given our the fact that we've both consumed multiple drinks, it should be challenging. Okay. Oh no, but I'm already challenging. I'm ar- Plus, she's got negative. Does she? What is an athletics on agility? I think she has negative on agility. It is, yeah, she does. I still pass. I'm running. I got this. Just, just failed. Nice. Okay. So I trip and stumble up the steps, up the stairs. Nice. And I am like keeping up and about to overtake this guy. Let's do this. So I trip and stumble up the stairs. And that at that moment, the innkeeper looks at me and says, boy, you're going to get killed tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to now use the pursuit rules. This gentleman is four distance units or whatever um, ahead of you guys. So... Everyone does a test for their movement. This will typically be so an athletics test, which we just did. Mm-hmm. And then we update the distance. So the lowest success level of, success. of the pursued and the highest success level of the pursuers is compared. And so you had two? I had two levels of success. Okay. And so this would be agility. And we said it was challenging. And that's uh, so two, two. So the difference is zero. So he... Um, so as you're running into the balcony area and, and towards the hallway, you see him duck into a room. So we will need another um, test for the chase. You too. Let's assume that I catch up. Mm-hmm. Same, just challenging? Yep. Is it? Succeeded with two. four levels of success. Yes. Two. How many success levels is that? Three. Okay. It would normally be higher, but with the drunkenness and the challenging bits. Okay, so as you smash into the room, you see him going out a window. And uh, explain to me how you managed to catch him. He snags his cloak on the window Mm -hmm. as he's jumping out of it. And I am able to reach just barely and grab him before he ends up launching away from his and, and leaving himself clothesless and I'm holding him there so that he is neither falling to the ground or able to like reach anything else. He's just dangling what with my holding him and his cloak being snagged on the window. So he's like dangling out the window. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I love it. Oh my gosh. Don't let me go. Pull me up. All right. So I make it over to the window and I grab him and like, Instead of pulling him in, we're like purposefully dangling him out there. 
Okay. Why have you been following us? Uh, Give me an intimidate check. This will be easy because of your situation. And this one's, this auto doing this. Oh. Plus six. Oh my gosh. All right. So he like pisses himself and he's like, (laughs) which if he was going to be closeless, if that came off. So it was just like tinkling down onto anything or anyone that's below. I feel like there's like the stables. So somebody's horse is getting showered right now. Wow. This is terrible. (laughs) It's like, don't kill me. Don't kill me. Atherton, Atherton gave me a couple pennies just to see what you were doing. Don't, please don't kill me. We're not here to kill you. Is he just, so I like, is he worried that we're leaving? I, he just told me to watch you and report back. So I like, let him go a you little You can bit. have the pennies. I let him go a little bit, but I, but I have a hold on him still. Okay. And I'm like, what are you going to tell him? Uh, uh, whatever you want me to. Whatever. Just please don't drop me. We aren't going to drop you, but we would like to talk to you. If we bring you inside, would we be able to trust that you won't run again? I won't run. You realize we would catch you, right? Yes. Please don't. Please don't drop me. He's starting to, like, Let's cry. Pull him in. What if we just let him fall to his no, death? No. Just pull him in. We're going to do this with honor. We're not going to kill some poor, lowly servant. Let's go. All right, I pull him in. Now, now that we've got you settled. Um, What is two? Um, Or, oh, here, can you, I need a critical table. Left arm. Sprain. Sprained your arm, suffering a torn muscle. Which actually makes a lot of sense if I was holding the guy by the arm. Actually, um, it wasn't you. The guy just got shot in the arm by an arrow. And uh, it grazed him um he's bleeding but what? he jerked it out of the way and sprained right as you pulled him up who was and firing like at this poor man in pain somebody okay. who okay wants him dead but they are concerned about us talking to you obviously sir let us bandage you up we have we have bandages. probably atherton we have bandages he's scared rightfully so right I'm kind of a badass be. yeah obviously i can heal him yeah let's let's take care of you i'm so sorry that you've been put in this position. That's that's wildly unfortunate. What's your name? His name Micah. is... Micah. Okay, Micah. I love it. Not living his best life right now. <laughs> no, he's not. So you're going to you're gonna uh, roll to heal him? Yeah. Or... Well, who's doing it? Me. I needed a 30. I rolled a 35. Okay, so he'll, he'll, feel, he'll feel better in a month. Yeah. Yikes. Sorry, guy. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do any like so damage, really. So you like slap some like some stuff on him, rub his arm a little bit. He's like, "Oh, it hurts! Oh, I told you, I'll tell you." And uh, so, what are you gonna ask him? I think it's important that we know, you know, what what kind of information do you know? Who about just Atherton? shot you with an arrow? I have no idea. You're lying. I I don't know. I would Atherton shoot you? I I don't know. He just paid me. He paid me, and he reaches in his pocket and realizes his arm hurts. Ah! And then he grabs his other arm and reaches into his pocket and gives you three pennies and says, "This is what he gave me to just keep an eye on you." Or I'm by pennies. I mean shillings. Sorry. I was gonna say yeah, dude. You're selling yourself short. 
You did an okay job. You deserve more than three pennies. <laughs> it's going to cost you three did, times that. Did he in... do an okay job, though? When, right. And You're are, welcome to continue hanging you, out with us. Are you going to like keep his money? That's another question. No, we're not know. keeping his money. Oh, well then, why am I doing this? Because it sounds cool. you wanted to. <laughs> I did really want to. So, when were you going to give this information back to him? Uh, tonight. Where? I was supposed to meet him in the main square. Hmm. What do you say to us going in his stead? Well, I mean, he's going to know me because he's probably making plans right now to kill me. And he did call me trash, so he seems to be aware of who I am. So maybe we can't be subtle. Hmm. Can we give this man, Micah, something? Ooh. Ooh, what if we take one of those mushrooms, those glowing mushrooms? Because I still have all those. Right. Grind one up into a powder and have this guy, like, put it in his drink. To be fair, we never knew what those mushrooms did. In Atherton's drink? In Atherton's drink. So he'd have to go find somewhere that Atherton was drinking and... Okay. See, I see where you're going with that. Because if it gives Atherton the bloody flux, then... That'll give me the upper hand tomorrow. Okay. Um, I don't know. That's just... I, you I know what? I, 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 I know what this stuff does. These mushrooms do. So... Are you going to allow it? Oh, well, like, I'll allow... So here's the thing. I'll allow a gossip test to find out if we can figure out where Atherton is going to be at. Because this guy doesn't know. But he'll do it for you for sparing his life. Mm-hmm. And then he'll have to test against Atherton's perception to see if, not if he can, can <laughs> well, get Well, if Atherton in. catches him trying to poison his drink, then Atherton will probably kill him. So whatever. I'm fine either way. <laughs> Jeez. We don't want to send this poor lad to his death. Yeah, but I kind of want him to try to poison Atherton, though. What if it gives him superpowers? I don't think that. Well, let me eat a mushroom real quick. We'll see what happens. <laughs> are you going to eat a mushroom? No, I'm not going to. Because I need to look up some rules if, if you are. Made, what if we made this guy eat a mushroom? No. <laughs> no. You're not going to inflict bodily injury on this poor, poor man. Come on. Look, I'll, 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 give, I'll give him the, the, the mushroom that you're talking about, but I'm not going to gonna eat him? it. Can we, do we have de- deception? A deception check? What are we deceiving? Why not just have the boy report back to him that we are using this ground-up powder in our preparation for tomorrow because it will improve our endurance and our agility. And I like that idea a lot. And then lot. he'll want it. And in my theory, this boy could say that he stole it from us when in all actuality we're just going to hand it to him and have him give it to him. So that's that's an awful lot of risk for me. I I feel like I could do you that. You pull it Maybe. off. We'll give you a gold crown. His eyes get wide. Pull it off. We'll give you a gold crown. Okay. Okay. So you're gonna go grind up a mushroom? We are to give it to him. Yeah. yeah. 
and a little pouch. I feel like we have the Rocky music playing as you're grinding. <laughs> Instead of like training with the sword, you're grinding. <laughs> Instead of spending this time going talking to the blacksmith, getting tips on how to wield a sword, we're going to try to poison this guy or not. What if it does give him superpowers? Then I'm going to have to fight an even stronger person. Yeah. Let's do it. Didn't he? Didn't Conrad make Heinrich eat a mushroom? No, he no, talked about he it, but he never him, did. He that seems it. like such a Conrad thing to have done. <laughs> like, hey, eat that mushroom. See what happens to you. Right, right. His throat swells I just, and he I stops think breathing. We would have a better chance of success if he thinks that he is taking it of his own free will rather than sneaking it past him. I need both of you to take intuition tests. Uh, this is opposed. Mine versus him? Plus one. Minus one. Okay. So, uh, he gladly takes the powder and goes on his way. Unless you guys want to do anything else. I, I, like, grab him by the the sprained arm. Oh. Oh! And I say, if you double-cross us, you'll wish you hadn't. Whew. Was that necessary? Give me, give me, give me an intimidation check. Was this a post? Yes. I'll let you read what I just rolled. Nice. That's a one. Yeah, it is. That is the best possible roll you could ever have. So I had plus four. Right. Plus, it's astounding success. So it it is. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. I'll I'll give him the powder. I'll tell you what you told me to say. Thank you. All right. The night is starting to get late. We're so dumb. The innkeeper. What are we doing? Is, um, I haven't even bought a sword yet. I, <laughs> before it's nighttime, I got to run over and buy a sword. All right. So I'll let you take the rest of the time before the shops close to go buy a sword. Okay. You don't have any time to do any sort of training or anything. And you don't have the money to force this guy to do all night thing. He says, good luck. Um, I'll attend your funeral. And, oh, and nice. I turn around I feel and I like, say, I feel you're like... going to want to watch this duel tomorrow. <laughs> I think. <laughs> awesome. End of episode? I feel like that's a good... <laughs> yes. Yes. This podcast and related website are completely unofficial and are not endorsed by Games Workshop Limited or Cubicle 7 Entertainment. It is intended for educational and informational purposes only. GW Games Workshop, Warhammer, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, and all associated logos, illustrations, images, names, creatures, races, vehicles, locations, weapons, characters, and the distinctive likenesses thereof are registered trademarks of Games Workshop Limited, Cubicle 7 Entertainment, or their respective trademark or copyright holders. All original content of this podcast, including any audio or video information, is the intellectual property of the Old World Podcast and Crimson Tower Studios, LLC. 